So what I didn't get to bring up is that when I was researching this podcast uh, and I was looking for contemporary cartoons of Garfield, uh, two, two cartoon titles that were in the Wikipedia template box at the bottom of whatever page that Garfield was attached to for you know, list of cartoons or something like that. Um, two of them were... <laughs> I can't even read these uh, straight. Uh, someone else is going to have to do it. Boner's Ark and Boob McNutt. That's... I just thought they were funny names. Wait, what no, are those are those Where? are both funny names. They are funny names. Look at that. The, I, I can't make this up. I am not creative enough to make that up. People would oh, not those Boner's me. Art was created by oh. Mark Walker, the creator See? of Beetle Bailey. Yeah. Now look up Boob McNutt. I... <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm gonna have to change my uh, browser to uh, do it with safe incogni- search on, incognito, <laughs> and then do it with safe search off, and and see what the difference is. Wait, did we? I feel like I've had this conversation about Boob McNutt. That's because I sent it to you once okay. I learned about it. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, like that seems Boob McNutt. Something yeah. very familiar. About what that, right? a comic strip by Rube Goldberg. See. You guys, are, you guys are doing the wrong yeah. podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true. We all, you, John, you could have been doing one podcast. I don't know. Uncle Wiggly's adventure. Yeah, you're listening to Being Jim Davis. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you feel like Garfield. Most of the time you don't, but you're listening to Being Jim Davis, so you don't have a choice in the matter. I'm Andy Dousman, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name and is Thank John you for Gibson, implying that I'm listeners Jim cannot Davis. turn this off. They, they can't. Can they? Yeah, no, once you start. True. No, no, it's true. They cannot. Yeah, once you start listening on an episode... It you know, you do it until you're done, and then you immediately enqueue the next podcast. Yep. I yep. never listen to a full episode of our podcast. I don't find it to be that good. No. Well, <laughs> no. I like to use a little auto crossfade too, with the you know, so like a little bit of the next podcast comes in at the end. Mm, yeah, you don't want to have yeah. to put up with like even, a, even a fraction so of a second of boring silence. oh yeah they're really not good like the outros just go on and on okay what about Sometimes the one so the intro what about <laughs> I, i'm hoping that the intro stuff's got the boob mcnut stuff that was good it's hard to know it's, right it is well today chris john it's the 700th episode it is the 700th episode ever of garfield uh, it is May the 18th. It's Sunday, 1980. I, I like to think that it's a beautiful day. And uh, Chris, why don't you do this? What, what happens in today's episode of Garfield? Um, in today's Garfield, Andy, that's an excellent question. In today's it shouldn't Garfield, be an excellent question. I prepared this for you, Chris. It's in the spreadsheet, and I can see no, that no, you're hovering I'm, over I'm, it in the left. I'm too busy. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm too busy looking at the Wikipedia page for the strip High and Lois and being shocked to learn that High and Lois was created by Mort Walker of Beetle Bailey fame and Dick Brown of Hagar the Horrible fame. What the fuck? I had no idea those two guys collaborated on on High and Lois. Okay. I, I thought we all knew that. 
Today's I'd like Garfield. to bring up that while you're Wikipediaing that, uh, John is still trying to figure out what Andrew I actually am, and I saw Andrew <laughs> Wiggins scroll by. That so, seems possible. So maybe I'm Andrew Wiggins. It seems possible. Wait, in en- today's in today's Garfield. You mean Ender? Yeah, Ender. Huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Ender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that seems that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. In today's Valentine. Garfield. Today's Garfield, John and Andy. Garfield displays an uncharacteristically strong work ethic as he learns that the enemy's gate is down. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a little while to think Uh, of an Ender's Game reference. I knew I'd get one eventually. You did well. You did well. Thank you. So, uh, okay. fourth eight panel. Panels. Oh, we're eight still panels. Oh, be done after that. that no, was... fourth, fourth panel. I thought we earned this. An ending. Okay. It is an eight-panel strip, gentlemen. Okay. It's Sunday. Panel one, Garfield in Wait, front of... Wait, can, can, I, can I jump in there, Andy? Sure. In panels one, three, and five, Garfield is standing on a fence in front of a full moon singing. Is it in... the full moon or is it the setting sun? I was going and... to ask that question... But you interrupted me, and you didn't even bring that up. Well, now you know the answer. It's a moon. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Panels panels (laughs) two, four, and six, Garfield is hit with a variety of objects. First a fluffy pink pillow, then a big red alarm clock that goes chukong, and then a flower pot that goes clobber. (laughs) I love the automatic clobber. Yeah, that was an efficient use of time. I really like chukong. Chukong is a good word. Chukong! We'll we'll get to how his head is ringing later, I'm sure. Um, In in panels 7 and 8, he's returning to what I can only assume is the Arbuckle house with the accoutrements, uh, fluffy pillow and clock and flower pot perched on top of that. And in panel 8, he's resting. He's he's in his cat bed. He's got a fluffy pillow that he's laid back on. He's got a, a... bright colorful flower pot sitting next to him full of blooming flowers and and it's nine it's probably nine at night because we know that that's the setting full moon i've been paying attention Smart. Smart. thank you it's thank how you. do you that it's three okay it's probably three in the morning <laughs> it's probably three in the morning <laughs> <laughs> but you'll notice but you'll notice that since I was reading that from behind oh, behind the frame. Callback. Nice. Remember that from a few days ago, listener? Yeah, you mm, do. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, what is the how is the flower pot involved in this scheme? Like it seems like the clock and the and the pillow Eh, I guess it's fine. I I, I yeah, it's aesthetic. It's purely aesthetic. He's got something pretty. To I guess at. so. I guess so. I, 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 I'm thinking of it as like, like the, the pillow and the clock, the alarm clock, like at least have something to do with sleeping. I don't know. I guess I, I'm really just finding something to complain about. I kind of. I'm like sorry, guys. Script. I don't mean to. I don't mean to unnecessarily. No, you don't need to be a Debbie Downer on podcast. It's okay. Uh, it, yeah, maybe um, complain about Garfield. I, I admire Garfield's I like, commitment to this project. Yeah, I like Garfield in this one. He knows it's going to hurt, but he does it anyway. I, I am genuinely proud of Garfield here. This is, a, this is a different characterization of Garfield that we are used to seeing. That's I like true. that Peanuts mouth in panel three. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good mouth. Really, anytime Garfield's mouth is open, it's pretty good. Uh, panel... Uh, 
Panel five, not that great. It looks a little mm. weird. I think he doesn't look like a cat. Okay, guys, we've we've got a we've got a problem here. Um, <laughs> beyond the fact I'm, that we're doing this podcast, yeah, I'm at the I'm at the timeanddate.com moonrise calculator, <laughs> and I've set the dial for Muncie, Indiana, May 1980. Um, according to what I'm seeing here, you know, we're looking at... Uh, Late May, right? May yeah, 18th. May, May 18th. Yeah, well, that's the thing. According to what <laughs> I'm seeing here, Moonrise on May 18th was 9.17 a.m. Okay. And set was 11.59 p.m. And what was the phase of the moon? That's an excellent, that's an excellent question. That's so not a part of the Moonrise calculus. You're contending that this is a flashback then? No, I mean, I think I think the simplest explanation, John Occam's Razor, uh, when the clock hit Garfield, it broke, mm. and so that's it's not displaying the correct time. Or you know, possibly. Yeah, but it is displaying the time it was when the moon was out, right? Well, it could already have been broken. Well, you'll um, you will notice that in those panels, the moon yeah. is not there. Yeah, I th- which we actually didn't specifically mention. Yeah. I thought you were going to at the beginning. Boy, that is weird. Yeah, the moon appears, disappears, yeah. appears, disappears, appears, disappears. That is odd. Maybe this is meant to be like a a success success a series of um, nights, you know? Oh, and on the mm. and on the third night he rested kind of situation and on the third night he rests yeah so it's like or maybe it's like nighttime daytime nighttime i mean of course you know the sky doesn't change but maybe they're shooting day for night you know seems seems likely sometimes you shoot day for night in comics is it uh yeah it was golden hour jim davis wanted to get the shoot in before the light went down Mm -hmm. he had to do it uh but the but the stunts were done on the soundstage. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's why you don't see those uh, with the moon. Oh, that's very good. Hmm. Those are awful big size. Chris, I feel like you have something, something well, you want to get off your chest. I mean, again, I'm at the moon phase calculator at timeanddate.com, and I've typed in Muncie, Indiana, 1980. And, you know, you've got a new moon, May the 14th, uh-huh. uh, increasing up to the first quarter, May 21st. This is what it I was just, worried about. Yeah. It, okay. <laughs> so so I think our, we can only conclude Andy was right. That's not the moon at all. That's the sun. <laughs> are we, are I know right? it pains you to conclude that I might have been right. I mean, Are we it, sure it, it's a celestial body at all? Like, maybe it's just a yellow circle someone is holding up. It could be an extraterrestrial uh, craft of some kind. Perhaps Garfield is putting on a play. Streetlight? <laughs> <laughs> could be a streetlight. Or maybe this is meant to be a halo. It could be a spotlight. You know, spotlight. he's putting on a show. Hmm. Yeah, like instead, I mean, we've assumed that that uh, blue background there is the sky. It could actually just be, you know, the curtain or backdrop of the stage he's on. Yeah, all right. I mean, look, the one thing we know at this point is that that is not the fucking moon. It's not the moon. Yeah. I I think it might be the sun. That's why I'm saying (laughs) it's late at night. It's spring. 
it's coming down or getting up. Uh, people are annoyed because I, th- this is why I think it might be in the morning. He's waking everybody up. They're throwing pillows at him. They're throwing alarm clocks at him, implying that they have not gotten out of bed, right? They're throwing things that they have right out the window, and mm-hmm. it's their pillow. It's their okay, alarm clock. Again, it's their pot of flowers that was on the windowsill. I mean, but again, like, if it's sunset, how could it possibly be 3 o'clock? Sunrise. But, I mean, it's not going to be sunrise at 3 o'clock either. I don't follow you. Well, if he's putting on a play, I mean, it doesn't... Yeah, I don't think that can be the sun either, because the sun wouldn't be in that position at that time, right? This is mysterious. Like, it, I, I wonder... I, it, I wonder, it really is. Like, I, I'm, I'm wondering if Jim Davis thought out, like, the... the the temporal inconsistencies that he's been providing. In this I, I mean, I think he definitely did. It's like he, he did. didn't so care. It's like he didn't tra- care. I, I think he's trying to tell us something. Is, is he telling us that it's time to wrap this up? I mean, yeah, sun, boy, sunset, I mean, Muncie, Indiana, late May. I mean, it's gonna. It's sun's not even gonna start setting until you know after six o'clock. Sunrise look, look, is look, you know, look how the, at look the, at the sun again, and or look at whatever it is in that six. fifth panel. That is not even close to being a circle. As it goes uh, behind Garfield, it's, it's it's all fucked up. Do you think that? Yeah, that is not a circle. <laughs> <laughs> but what, John, what? don't 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 look directly at it in case it's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right. It's like, yeah, it's not. It's not that much better in panel one either. Yeah. It, I've heard. Uh, I've heard that artists will spend a lot of time practicing drawing perfect circles over and over again mm. to train the muscles and to train the memory. And it's a good warm up. You get even pencil consistency uh-huh. all the way across. Um, it, it, you have the lead. Uh, dragging and you have the lead drawing in both directions right where you're loading it up with different pressure levels you have to keep that same thing i i don't think jim davis bothered to do that before he drew this strip it does not leap out as something that he did Mm. it's not really essential for our purposes here but according to timeanddate.com uh there are three different kind varieties of twilight astronomical twilight nautical twilight and civil twilight okay Uh, yeah, none yeah, of, none of them are at the appropriate times though. So that's clearly I, not the sun or the moon. Yeah, those 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 definitely all seems like seem like things that I've heard. Yeah. Before, so yeah, yeah I can great I'll names. confirm that. So yeah, so not the sun, not the moon, some other mysterious, vaguely circular <gasps> yellow body behind him. He's got a spotlight on him in the seventh panel. Oh, he does too. It's coming he? from above, but it's a different color. Oh, somebody yeah. put a gel on it, or a shadow, apparently. or something. So, how how does this strip hold up as as being the seven hundredth one for you guys? Like, how does that play? Do you feel like Jim Davis celebrated appropriately? I'd like it to be sexier. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this week we really went on kind of a roller coaster ride. It got very sexy in the middle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I, I feel like I, I feel like it just kind of petered out, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, if in panel eight, as Garfield is leaning back in bed with that look of incredible satisfaction on his face, if you were thinking, I I love to smear it on my body. (laughs) Yeah, or if he just just had a visible erection underneath the blanket. Yeah. And you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Smear it on your body. When you've got Garfield. Flog Garfield. You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit our website? www.beingjimdavis.com you, Oh, but, sorry. It was not but a real you question. can do things there, John. Yeah, do things there. You know what you can... Listeners, it's you know what you can do at the website? It's technically true. You, can, you, can, you go to that Why website. Why did I interrupt? www.beingjimdavis.com yeah. Click the host our podcast link yeah, click and it. you can enjoy hosting this podcast just the way Andy, whatever his last name turned out to be, did this right. week. Yeah, you know what was cool about this? If, <laughs> if Chris, your listeners sign up to host this podcast, that will stop your listeners from having to have me host this podcast again in the future. It's true. Ooh. He'll host it it's again. technically Don't... true. Listeners, think of the opportunity cost here. Yeah. You... Okay. One thing I will say for our listeners: Do they have the best taste in podcasts? No, clearly no. no. Do they? Are they? Are they busy people without a lot of spare time? No, that's not the case. But they always think about the opportunity cost. That's one thing that's definitely that's right. true of our listeners. I will put them up against the listeners of any podcast: S Town, This American Life. WTF in terms of always considering the opportunity. Yeah. 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 Or talking about Mark Fraser, Chase Greenlee, Alex Dorada Wolf, Daniel Manning. They're always thinking about the opportunity. You can you can follow many of us. Those were the names of all of our listeners. No, Emily Coaches. Emily Coaches constantly thinking about opportunities. Yeah, you can. I mean, there's still there's a lot of people. You know, this is this is crashing the burn of the heart. You, you guys better say your Twitter handles. Uh, something, something, something. Yeah, a, a thing, a place, an internet, a canal, Panama. <laughs> Thanks. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.